What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Binging Batch, what should be your favorite Bachelor recap podcast. I am your host, Laura, here with my co-host, Mac. Yes, we are still in business despite our <laughs> two-week hiatus. Two <laughs> weeks and it feels like so long. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have missed so much. <laughs> yes, so much has happened in their lives, in our lives, etc. Uh, yes, in our defense, we were not going to do Men Tell All because typically it's super boring and we cannot get an, like a full podcast out of it. So we planned on that one. We just didn't tell you guys. Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, last week, yeah, just last week, it's been the longest two weeks of my life, I guess. Uh, I was like, this is going to work out. And then I was like, nope, I have a work thing. And Max like, I have a work thing. Yeah. We're like, cool. See you in a couple. <laughs> life got in the way. Totally. <laughs> Uh, but we're here with the finale, and I would like to say before we get into anything, I don't know. Do you follow any like Bachelor like Instagram accounts or anything like that? I don't think I follow a ton of Bachelor accounts at this point. I feel like I definitely have a few Twitter ones that still show up on the feed, but nothing crazy. So I follow one, and I they do a good job of like saying they're going to do a spoiler, so I can avoid it. Oh, that's but- nice. But they had posted today that Reality Steve described this finale as one word, holy shit. And I have to say I'm underwhelmed. Yeah, same. Okay, good. Glad I'm not alone because I was like... I mean, it just kind of felt very... My one word, if I was Reality Steve, would be phony. Yeah. And like fabricated. But, you know, he's entitled to his holy shit, of course. <laughs> Uh yes. So how did we get here? Uh, let's go back to Mentel all real quick, yes. which I mean, as expected, did not give me the content that I like expected. No. Other than our man Michael piecing out, going right. to take care of his kid. Fair enough. Can't blame him for that one. I think we said this multiple times all throughout the season. Where yeah. like, if you are this concerned about your kid, and also your wife only died like a two years ago, if that. Maybe you're not ready for this. Right. And our case, our theory was proven. Yeah. So it was sad. Katie was sad. I thought she I might end like it she then and there. I thought she handled it kind of well, though. And I feel like she kind of was like, obviously, I can't, like, take precedence over your kids. So, like, go do what you have to do. And I don't know. She definitely seemed sad, but... I feel like she kind of knew it was coming. Like, it didn't seem like a total shock to her. It did not seem as extreme as when we got to last week's hometowns. Precisely. When Greg took a turn and she reacted to We went to from <laughs> literally zero to 60. Uh, I mean, before that, I think my only comment from hometowns was, uh, what's his name? Blake's aunt, or aunt, nope, that was tonight. Blake's sister. Yes. Being like, how the hell are you going to do this three times and like expect us to believe that you're in love again? Right. But yeah, I was like, other than that, nothing worthwhile yeah. from hometown. I mean, I felt bad for Justin that his parents didn't come. But if I was in Katie's position, like obviously you don't want to blame him because like he can't control his parents, but like it definitely reflects poorly. So that was a major bummer. And like, if your parents don't believe you're going to fall in love, then you're probably not going to fall in love. <laughs> yeah, they don't have much faith, so probably yeah, not going to work faith. out. <laughs> and then she just like has to like talk to your friends. It's like, uh, I don't know. It just doesn't 
come off looking good for you. Yeah, not ideal. No. Uh, and then we get to Greg and what was a perfect date, which Katie called it perfect tonight. Right. And then Greg was like, yo, I can't do this. I got to go. Yeah. And I sort of respect Katie for saying, look, I don't want to say this to one of you or like I like I want to be authentic and genuine when she says it like she does have like a place in that and like that is a fair statement from her but yeah I don't know I think Greg kind of like got to the end and was like what am I getting myself into and just kind of like took that hard out yeah I think he just and they talked about it tonight like she flat out was like I don't think you were ready to be engaged and also I mean this couple obviously has terrible communication skills their styles do not match up so it was not going to work anyway definitely but yeah, we got the drama of Greg, which I feel like we can holster that to the end when we got to hear his yeah. side tonight. So now here we are. We're down to two and it's time for the finale. <laughs> I know. Crazy. The three hour finale. It In my mind, I was like, this is too much. But then I was also like, well, in real time, this would have been three weeks worth of episodes. So right. maybe it was worth it. Yeah. Honestly, I'm glad they jam-packed it into one long episode than, like, spreading it out over, like, two or three weeks. I think we would have been salty if this yeah. was all we had waited for. Oh, for sure. Uh, okay, so we get to the finale tonight. And, of course, Katie's on the couch and chatting with Tasha and her journey. Or Caitlin, maybe? One of yes, them. Caitlin. Caitlin. About her journey and she's blaming herself and she's having a t- hard time after laying on the bathroom floor for so long. So dramatic. (laughs) And even Caitlin was dramatic. She was like, I was on the other side of that door, that bathroom door with Katie. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, we know. Like, (laughs) and also, I want to know, like, how many times these people, as leads or otherwise, how often they threaten to quit? Because I feel like you legitimately can't quit. Otherwise, you'll get sued. Totally. Like, I mean, she was way too far in to quit, but like, I also feel like she didn't have to do what she did. So hopefully, obviously, we'll talk about this in a little bit. It's an authentic choice. But I'm also like, is she just doing this to, like, fulfill her, you know, duty? Yeah, that is my question as well. Um, So then we get to Justin and Blake are sitting on the couch being confused because they should have had a rose ceremony by now. And... I feel like they don't address this well enough. Like Blake was like, oh yeah, I saw Greg and he looked off, but they're not like questioning why he's not there at this point. Right. It seemed like they just accepted it. Yeah. Or maybe they knew something and they were like trying to act like they did it. Yeah. It was very like weird, the whole situation. Yeah. They are confused and they're like, and then Caitlin and Tasha come in and they say, Greg is out. Katie's having a hard time. Get ready for fantasy suites. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like Blake was just kept being like, I'm overwhelmed. And Justin kept being so confused. Yeah. And Justin was just making facial expressions. <laughs> which I appreciated, but. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I feel like also, what is Justin going through his mind at this point in general? Because I feel like we they talked about it later when he said a lot of their relationship wasn't shown. But what possibly could he be thinking at this point through the whole thing? Like. He knows he's not the front runner, right? Totally. And like, 
I mean, I think they both probably knew that Greg was like number one. Like it was kind of obvious. I, I feel like Justin just genuinely didn't even know why he was still even there. <laughs> I mean, I hope there was a lot that wasn't shown because that would maybe explain why he made it as far as he did. But as a viewer, we were missing out on a lot. <laughs> the two things I need are all of the lost Justin footage. Yep. And then the entirety of what I heard on the internet was an overnight hours long fight when Greg was leaving hometowns. Oh, that I would make heard, more sense. People said like on, I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram, but they were like, no, like it lasted for hours. There was yelling, there was screaming. They edited it like crazy. So right. like, obviously we don't see it all. But well, that would make more sense if why Katie kept saying she was on her knees begging for him. Cause I was like, I didn't really see that like in the footage. Like you crouched one time. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you kind of let him go a little bit. Uh, but we get to our man Blake, who gets the first overnight date because of course he does. Right. And Sex positivity. Yeah. And they go you get the first choice paint balloon fighting in a field of hay weird and i i get that you want to have like a fun last date or almost last date i don't know it just did not it was bizarre and like she went on this whole monologue of like okay well here's what happened but now i'm with you so like it's fine and i don't know it just felt like very rushed and like phony a little bit i was glad he was also so confused by it because almost right away he was like wait a minute like (laughs) what's going on suspicious of all of this and this does not check out for me yeah um, yeah, I don't know. They threw paint at each other. They hung out in the hot tub. She spilled her guts about that the two men that she actually cared about had left. Right. And then basically we jumped to the night and he says, I love you. And she says, I fucking love you. And right. broke it all the rules and he's it. Yeah. Like she literally went from like, he's in third place. to so like, he's her number one and she can't live a day without him. And I feel like looking back, I really did think they had a good relationship. Totally. But I just don't see it being better than the two that left. No. And it like, especially coming after both of those two left, it's kind of just like, how dumb do you think this audience is? And I wonder him watching it back, like how he sees it. Right. Which I don't know if he even commented on that at the end of the episode tonight. I guess I wasn't paying attention because I was kind of like, ew, gross, don't care about your love story now. Yeah. I don't think he really addressed it. I think he kind of was just like, I'm glad to have a spot here. And like, I'm glad it worked out in my favor. I'm not going to question or like really poke into it too much. Uh, How do you feel about the moment that supposedly he knew she was the one or that he loved her was the whole hockey shoes off? Go America. I just feel like, again, it's just like going back to like, I don't know, just feels fake and like fabricated to me. Like it doesn't feel authentic, but I mean, if that's true, great. Um, I don't know. It's a little off. It feels like 
not that I'm anyone to judge when anyone falls in love, I guess. Right. But it just seems like convenient kind of that it was after you met the family, like while you're playing a sport that is so near and dear to his heart, but then also she's cheering for her own country and you're Canadian. And like, are you just like, like as a girl, like, do you want your guy to say like, Oh, I liked you when you're like talking about a sport. I don't know. Like it's just, yeah. It felt very selective on his end. Yeah, like it couldn't be the moment when she was like supportive of his art career during that other date. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, so, of course, they have the moment to like have their fantasy suite overnight, and Blake is not going to turn down. Well, neither of them really is going to turn no, down any kind of sex. <laughs> Whether hell or high water, they were going. <laughs> She's like, if I do not have sex while I'm on this TV show, right? what has my whole I role been? <laughs> She's like, I cannot be the sex positive bachelorette without actually having some sex. Right. <laughs> uh, and then we get the next day. And of course, Caitlin has to ask her about it. And she's saying how satisfied she was multiple times in all the ways. Yeah. Like, we get it. We can read between the lines, Katie. Like, we don't need the full recap. I think what I would have appreciated more is obviously none of that. But how, you know how several, multiple times they're like, a lot of times people don't even hook up during Fantasy Suites because they're like, I can finally talk to this person uninterrupted. Yeah. I wish she would have almost kept it more of a mystery or just been like, yes, we had sex, but like once and then we focused on learning about each other because totally he was my third choice and I know nothing yeah like is that now it just sort of seems like a very physical and also to go back to kind of like that thing our mom always told us when we were young like if you're talking about it that much you're probably not really doing it so it's (laughs) like did you guys really do it or are you embellishing to kind of go with this narrative we don't really know but yeah again it just all feels so forced Two years from now, when they can break contract, maybe we'll exactly. find out. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, actually, we didn't even bang. We, like, slept in different beds and went to bed <laughs> at, like, 10 p.m. because we were so tired from filming every day for the last six weeks. Emotionally exhausted. Exactly. Fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Too full on that cheesecake. That's what we need. We need the realistic truth. Like, we don't care how satisfied you were. Because I know a good night's sleep is extremely satisfying. <laughs> Uh, amen. <laughs> uh, so we're done with that nonsense. And it's Justin, ta- his time. And he's very hopeful and wholesome. And of course, I felt awful for him because he was just ready to go and thought yeah. everything was going splendidly. I mean, he'd made it this far. So why wouldn't he feel this positive? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, you can't blame the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he legitimately believed? Well, I think based on his crying, I guess, that after the rose that he did. But I'm like, do you think he actually believed their connection was that strong? Or he just, like, thought he was, like, lucky enough to be there? I I think he started to believe it. Like, I think he had to. Because he was just like, why am I here this long? (laughs) Like, there must be something here, whether I feel it or not. She feels it. So we're good. We're groovy. It's great. I also was kind of surprised that she let the date start as usual. I thought it was going to be a knock on the door situation again. Right. I mean, I felt like she got to the point pretty relatively quickly and like, obviously like good on her for not, 
you know, like taking it to the fantasy suite or whatever. But yeah, she kind of like dragged it out. He, I felt bad for him. <laughs> I felt bad because I feel like he didn't say, I mean, not that he could say a lot, but I feel like he kind of just didn't say anything and then just sat there confused. And then yeah. was just on his way. And I guess, I mean, he said good things. Like he's so thankful for all their moments together and like making his peace with her, but just not ideal. Not at all. Poor guy. Yeah. But, but also he's like five years younger than her. Like, I just feel like it would have never worked out. So like, he's honestly going to be just fine. I think somebody tweeted, they're like, so are we going to throw him over to Michelle's season? Like just have right. him jump over that way. <laughs> like, are we just going to make this like a domino effect? Like Blake came over to Katie's. What's it? Justin's going to Michelle's. I don't know. We'll see what happens. They all got to mix and mingle somehow. Yeah. Besides in the DMs after the show. I could see him and Michelle maybe having a little moment. Although isn't Michelle older than Katie? So oh, is like she? He, he's still maybe a little young. He maybe? is young. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how old Michelle is. I, they all run together. I never I remember. <laughs> they really do. And she's just like a mature girl, like from what I remember. So like she could be the same age as him, but just seems so much older. Right. Okay. So then Katie has dumped him and she's very worried about the future because now she has one man left, does not know what to do. And then we get to see Justin on the couch with Tasha and Caitlin. And right. I, I, my one note was just that he's crying and saying no words. Yeah. I don't understand how he has this many tears about this, kind of. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I really feel like he would have been better off saying, you know, we had a connection. It wasn't that, like, I don't know. It just kind of was like, how are you still here? Why are you here? And then he had nothing to say for himself. And didn't he ask her, too? He basically was like, was I here by default? Yeah, and I feel like she kind of like gave like a roundabout answer. But I yeah. think the audience knows he was there by default. Oh, you mean the audience that clapped for every single thing, oh no matter gosh. what? <laughs> the, the studio audience was just something else. Like none of them looked like they were even on this planet. Like they all looked like they had taken an edible or something before and were just like spaced out. And I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> I also feel like... I feel like they showed the same five people and yes. they did not look like people who watch the franchise. Yes. Like it was like the most like random looking people. Yeah. Like the two ladies that were next to each other. I was like, do these moms, not that they couldn't watch bachelor, but usually right. we get like a bunch of women like who can't stop screaming. Yeah. And then we got this crowd. Yeah. It was a very somber crowd. <laughs> and were all the dudes there the whole time in the crowd or did they just like plant them at the end for the boom boxes i would probably have to go back and re reevaluate the crowd <laughs> but i feel like there's a good chance that they were probably just added in at the very end they were like just sneak on in there we'll pretend Erase you've been there the whole time the country music scene <laughs> I, that's gotta die right like he's not gonna do that at, their, that at their wedding someday i mean he's i don't know what the canadian music scene is like but i seriously <laughs> doubt there's a ton of pop country and maybe that's what blake loves about it he can't get it in his home country so he's gonna just really latch onto that over here but it's a little bit of a weird shtick that he's got going on beat that dead horse <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> exactly. Oh, so Katie and Justin chatted out and she's like, you know, you weren't there by default. It wasn't until Blake that I knew you, you were there, that he was the one and you were not always there for a reason, blah, 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 blah. And then when he was saying that like their relationship made him a better person and opened him up more. And again, I'm like, I just need more of this then. Like yeah. the editing did him so dirty. Totally. That I don't really know what she's talking about. And no one does. Like literally none of us do because of the editing. Like, so I hope we see Justin on some somewhere else along the line. So maybe we learn a thing or two about him. Cause right now I feel like I genuinely know nothing. Except for his faces that got their own montage, which yes. is like the saving grace. And then as they're showing that, like he's making more faces and I'm like, this is literally all you have to give us are these like expressions. <laughs> uh, speaking of montages real quick, what did you think of the in memoriam? Greg is dead, but he's not at the end of hometowns. <laughs> oh my God. I was just like, this is of course, that's just what they're going to do. That's what the producers do. So I could not tell, and of course I've heard all season that the producers hated Katie. I was like, is this just a jab at Katie legitimately? Like, RIP, right. we did it, we loved Greg, you suck. Yeah, like now you have to watch like how bad it was for him leaving and all of this <laughs> stuff all over again. I don't know. Uh poor Katie, kind of. It was just a dramatic, like I feel like the editing made it extra dramatic. Katie is obviously to me pretty dramatic. Like it was a lot. <laughs> Um, I don't know why this reminded me of this. And I don't know if I asked you this or if we talked about this before on the podcast. Uh, but did I tell you that I had my boyfriend's coworker? He asked me if I was watching The Bachelor this season way back. And he was like, uh, I think you are a lot like Katie. And I was like, excuse me, I am offended. And he's like, well, the way that you talk and with your like facial expressions. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. But See, I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily because I really do feel like as dramatic and at points like annoying or whatever we want to say, at least she was like really authentic. Like, I don't know. I, I, like I said previously on the podcast, I have not been great about watching the bachelorette in seasons past, but sometimes I feel like they really try to like fit the mold or like be great TV or whatever. And I feel like Katie whether we have our opinions or not, she really was her authentic self, which I don't think is a bad thing. And I also think just a lot of girls are like expressive with how we talk and like make right. faces and stuff. So I wouldn't read too much into it. <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, now that you've said it like that, maybe thank you. I think. Yeah. But also I can't see myself talking all day most of the time. So no, no idea. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think you're any, more like her than any other person. <laughs> Thank you. I think you hear that, Tyler. No, <laughs> uh, I'm coming for you. <laughs> right. Uh, so then we get to meet the parents with Blake, and we have Katie's mom and her aunt. And I have numerous questions for this family as a whole. Same. And one question that I'm going to just throw out there, which is a little bit of foreshadowing to what happens later in the episode, but kind of also backtracking on like when Katie was sort of spilling like her past and some of those traumas. Why does Katie like not tell her family things until like they're aired on national television? <laughs> like, 
but then acts like they're so close. I don't know. It's just very weird <laughs> to me. And I feel like for having your dad die, we have an aggressive stance on men as a whole in this family. Right. So like, was your dad a bad dude? And then he coincidentally died or did he die? And then your mom became a man hater. Like, I don't know. And aunt Lindsay is, she's got to go. Like I wanted to like her at first. I was yes. like, all right, you can be cold. You can be like women empowerment. We need a skeptic. We definitely need a skeptic, especially in this kind of, environment but it was just too it far, was too far. it well, was rude it was so rude and i i think i tweeted it like does she hate her own husband and somebody was like well she's not married and i was like did you see that ring yeah she had a ring home I know. girl's definitely married like yeah. <laughs> yeah it was just a lot and it's like well i would love to know the backstory because like as much as we all love to say like the bachelor is so far-fetched and it can't happen like there are so many people who actually really do Maybe this is stereotyping, but I feel like especially in like small towns, like where Katie's from, you meet someone and like six months later, like you're engaged and getting married. So obviously we don't know if that's the case with Aunt Lynn's, but I don't know. I just felt like she was like kind of a glass house throwing stone sort of a situation. I was like, you're coming on very strong. Like Aunt Lindsay believes we don't need men, but also does not believe in divorce. Right. So like pick a side, pick a lane, pick a, yeah. Well, and I'm just like, okay, she's on a show to find love. Like, were you just going to come bash anyone, no matter how happy she was? Right. And how many times can you say we don't need no man, but like, clearly she's telling you she wants a man. Yeah, she's not saying whatever. I need one, but she's saying I want it. I went on this show. I was on the show before. Like, Obviously, she's been looking for a relationship. So, like, shouldn't we be happy? Yeah, I just don't. I she, don't understand. Yeah, she really, I felt like, was like, okay, I'm going to be on TV. I need to, like, make an impression. And just went way too far. Um, My favorite part, though, was when he said that, that he and Katie are the exact same way. And she's like, meaning you also have a vibrator? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, we're going back to that. Thanks, Linz. Right, and also not that you can't be, like, sex positive within your family, but, like, I'm definitely not talking to my aunt about vibrators. Right, and, like, obviously her aunt could have watched the show, but, like, it's sort of just, like, an unspoken thing that, like, your aunt could talk about anything else. I don't know. It was just, it almost was, like, a dig to Katie, too, because it's, like, that was her whole thing. That's what I was going to say. I would be offended but yeah. if I were Katie about the way totally. that she came across and just annoyed that she even brought like I don't know yeah yeah I just uh, yeah I was like I don't know Aunt Lindsay wants Katie to be single forever and yeah live in a hole in the ground definitely and I I feel like she was just trying to like make a splash on like her 15 seconds of like being on TV and like by literally tomorrow everyone will have forgotten about her and like not <laughs> care so like I don't know why she came on so strong um, Aunt Lindsay, if you'd like to be on the podcast, though, we'd yeah. love to interview you. Seriously, Aunt Lindsay, <laughs> like, we would talk to you. Like, you definitely have entertaining value, but. <laughs> uh, I mean, what she say? Like, can you handle a strong female energy? Like, we'll give you some also strong female energy, Lindsay, but. <laughs> yeah, seriously, we can match that energy or we can try. Uh, well, luckily, like, his mom kind of came around, which I was yeah. worried at first that she was not going to either. Yeah. 
She definitely was softer, but I wouldn't describe her as like warm and fuzzy. No. <laughs> but she made Aunt Lindsay look like the real hard ass and she was like the sweetheart. She's bitter because her husband died. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It <laughs> happens to the best of us. Uh, so Blake passes the test kind of there. And then we get his final last date, which is the weirdest, dumbest thing I've ever heard of. This energy healing, let's yeah. burn down an inflatable man date. And that was like really creepy. Like I don't, don't really want to take melatonin tonight because I'm like scared that will show up <laughs> in my like nightmares. I, wa- I didn't Google it in the moment because I think I was too distracted with Twitter, but I'm like, is this a thing that, like, uh, like do not normal people, which is also mean, but, like, do right. normal people do this? Is this a thing that people are doing know. on a regular basis? I'm supposed to go to New Mexico for Thanksgiving, so should I plan yes. this activity for the group? Yes, because I think they looked like they were freezing, so the timeline will probably check out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be perfect. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Throw your fears under a inflatable monster season. <laughs> and then they like lit it on fire with those fuses that like, do you ever play, um, did you ever play like Mario Party? Yeah. Like that game where you have to like stomp out the fuse of where oh, it like totally. gets to them. I was like, that's what's happening with yeah. this man right now. <laughs> and like Katie's like, I'm worried you're going to leave me. And it's like, he should be worried you're going to leave him. Like I was just <laughs> like, this is so just like trying to grasp at straws, basically, it felt. Also, Blake's not gonna leave. He knows he's the only one left. Right, like, yeah. He's not gonna burn another bridge and another chance to be on TV. Exactly. Oh, but of course he's like, what if I'm not ready to propose? So then the next day we have to pick out rings with Tasha, AKA his ex, and- Literally, and I was like, why does Tasha have to play the salesman for this? Like, poor Tasha. Why wouldn't Caitlin just be like, you know what? This could be awkward for everyone. Yeah. Like, I'll do it. Well, and I feel like Caitlin has kind of carried, especially these past few episodes as the host, even though her face like literally does not move, which is (laughs) kind of hard to really watch. But she is so gorgeous regardless. But I was just like, I don't know. It put Tasha in an awkward spot. And like, I'm sure like the producers were kind of like feeding her lines and like trying to tell her how to act. But like, at the end of the day, it is still sort of her ex, whether he wanted to be or not. And like, I don't know, it was just an uncomfortable scene. Like, couldn't we have flown Neil in? We could have quarantined him for a couple of weeks if needed. Like, he would have been fine. Well, and that FaceTime made it seem like it was so far in advance, like he was planning on coming, right. but like they just jumped ship. Then suddenly it was like Tasha, yeah. Wearing yeah. like Claire's earrings, like giving him <laughs> advice. <laughs> but that's, I don't get either. I mean, if it's so far ahead, I feel like we're only two weeks ahead, which I guess, I mean, would he be exact his time he's right. in quarantine, but. Or even have him like FaceTime and do the whole like ring. I don't know. It was just weird. Like it did not jive well with Tasha being the like voice of reason for that. Section. Especially when she threatened him at the end. Right. Like, she wants to get engaged, and if you're not going to do that, you should leave. Yeah. It kind of felt like she was, like, trying to steer him in a certain direction, which maybe the producers wanted us to think that or, like, wanted to add that layer to it, but it was it was weird. But he, I guess, picked a ring, and then we get a whole montage of Katie getting ready and Blake getting ready, and I yeah. have to say, I really liked Katie's dress. Yes, I thought so. she looked really good. 
finally they came around. They're like, finale, we got to let her be good. Yeah. And I don't know. Then she is nervous. Blake's nervous. I thought he was going to not go down the walkway for a minute when he stopped to talk to Tasha and Caitlin. Yeah. I, yeah. And then he like showed up and she automatically like turns towards the camera, like holding hands, like as if they're like at the end of like a wedding aisle. And I was just like, again, like this just does not feel authentic. And then he goes into his speech, which was, I, I don't know. I did not appreciate it because I really was fairly convinced that he was going to be like, I love you, but I can't propose. Yeah. And even his speech sort of made it feel like that was going to be the end point that he was getting to. And then it was like, nope, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. So he proposes. She says, yes, it's all magical, I guess. Even Um, though a week ago, like she was devastated about Greg, but it's fine. That's old news. Water under the bridge. (laughs) Why cry about Greg when you have a Neil Lane ring in front of you? Right. You've got a guy who's going to spend half the year in Africa or Canada. You know, you live in wherever, Seattle, and you've got a Neil Lane ring. So you're good. Also, did you notice that I'm not sure if Katie in that moment knew Blake's middle name? Because he proposed with her middle name. And then she was just like, whatever, Blake Moynes. And like, I was like, do you not know his name? I did not pick up on that. But I guarantee she probably didn't know it. (laughs) She's like, we had sex instead of talking about anything about ourselves. So (laughs) don't know that. (laughs) She probably only knows his last name like from Tasha's season. (laughs) (laughs) They just never discussed it. Yeah. Uh, and then, for some reason, we have to have the girl gang hug with the champagne yeah. toast. And I feel like Blake did not look thrilled through all of this. Maybe that was just me. Yeah. He just looked awkward, kind of. He's like, well, shit, now I guess I'm engaged, and I guess right. this is forever. This is real, and I have to, like, put on my game face now. <laughs> uh, and then they decide to go barefoot and ride horses off into the sunset that was not at sunset. Right. And, like, loved the dress. She looked great. But, like, I don't really know that the sequin floor-length dress is appropriate equestrian riding wear. Like, it's just, I'm just so ready for them to get out of New Mexico, the (laughs) desert, all of this stuff. Like, let's go somewhere more urban. Put them in that SUV and speed out of here. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, and I was like, what is this supposed to prove? Again, that Katie's like the relatable, down to earth, cool girl. Right. Like she does, she can get her dress dirty that she didn't yeah. pay for. Yeah. Uh, so they're off, they're happy. And then instead of ending on a happy note right then and there, we get to go talk to Greg. Right. Which oh, I don't understand Greg. why we had to do this like this. And I saw, I think, Demi from like, whoever season a few seasons Uh back tweeted about this and it's just and she said it like what everyone's thinking if you're that happy in your engagement why are you coming for this person so hard like did greg do her dirty sure but it's like if you really care about blake do you really care about this at that point i don't know and obviously like maybe the producers told her to do it or whatever like she felt like she needed to make good tv and he was entertaining but i'm just kind of like what does it matter at this point 
I see. I slightly disagree. Only okay. I was like, good for you, Katie. I was like, yes. you yell at that trash man. Like, yeah. <laughs> get your feelings out. Like, no, I see both sides. I totally yeah. get that too. Uh, I how my group chat was. We were like very divided. <laughs> I am unhappy with Twitter, kind of as a whole, though, because at one point, almost everyone was being like. Greg deserves better than this. She's bullying yeah. him. All this stuff. And I was like, excuse me, are we watching the same thing? Totally. Like, just because they're talking different languages, he still was shitty to her. Definitely. And I mean, he was silently taking it, but also he could not be a man yelling on national television at right. her. He honestly handled it pretty well. Yeah, I still... I mean, I have been on Team Katie for this whole thing, I think. Yeah. I just don't feel like... It's kind of like what she said over and over again. Like, I validated you the entire time. Yes. And then I told you I couldn't say I love you. And then you were like, that's not good enough, so I'm going to go. And I kind of like do agree. Like, it did seem very convenient that it was like, here's my one chance to get out, and like I'm going to take it. And again... Speaking of people who are younger, I think Greg's a little older than Justin, but he is so pretty young, especially like he lives in New York. I feel like those guys mature even more slowly than the average guy. I don't know. So, and like for how per, quote unquote perfect on both sides, it seemed to go for the hometowns. Yeah. It kind of felt like a convenient way out for him. I also like that she called out the acting thing. Yeah. And I wish he would have acknowledged that more. Although I did right. laugh a lot when he was like, I'm not Meryl Streep. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was true acting. <laughs> true entertainment. Maybe not acting, but he right. learned something from those classes on how to entertain us. Uh, I'm just ready for the Greg tell all. Like, yeah. I mean, not that I liked Katie as a bachelorette and I was on her side for the fight, but I care way more about what Greg had to say about all of this, really. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I want to hear more about it and I want to understand like where he like, you know, and maybe there were things that were cut out throughout the season where he was expressing his kind of like insecurities and things like that. And obviously it's not really like our place to say like if he should feel insecure or not. But yeah, I felt like she validated him just as much as she validated anyone else so i don't know i guess i just didn't understand how he thought that he was special and gonna cause her to end the show right which i feel like is and what I, he kept what saying he was his goal yeah yeah he didn't want to play like nice and fair like everybody else was and kind of waited out because i think if he had he probably would have been the one she chose but the insecurities kind of got to him. But the, I don't know. But then I feel like he also, he's like, I emptied my heart out to you. And I said all these things. And I'm like, only in the very last moments did you even try to really empty your heart right. out, I feel like. And I feel like by her saying, I don't want to say this because I want to be fair. Like, honestly, I mean, if I was in a relationship or, you know, kind of the same situation, I think I as the other person would respect that because I'm like, you know, like she's trying to be fair. She's trying to be kind of objective and going the way it's supposed to go. And like, you can, you can tell if someone likes you or loves you or whatever without them necessarily saying it. And like, obviously she was giving him attention. So yeah. 
Um, I I just feel like all of a sudden he realized that he was on this show and he was like, oh, wait, I'm on this show. I don't want to be engaged, but I also don't like how the rules are supposed to be. Yeah. And he he just was done. And I don't know. I feel like also what her point too was, if you loved me, you would have like fought for this. And instead you were like, this is hard. I got to go. Yeah. Which just proves that he's like not mature and not ready for whatever this was. And that doesn't mean they didn't have a connection or whatever. But yeah, I think Katie especially needs someone who's like very like steadfast and like true in their feelings. And Greg was kind of wishy-washy. Did you see anything like floating out there that the people were thinking that maybe they were trying to set up Greg to be the next bachelor until this last episode aired. And then they realized that it was a mistake and everyone turned on him. I didn't see that, but I was thinking that he could be, cause I feel like he really was a fan favorite, but now after this, it'll be interesting to see like what they do with him. Yeah. I'm like, again, I know he has that contract for like two years. Right. But I'm like, I need to know immediately go on someone's podcast. Please. Please tell us your side of the story. Yeah, I would love to hear it. Yeah. Um, I feel like what she left at the end when she's like, when he left, so did everything I felt for you. I was like, also, like, as much as I am Team Katie on this, I was like, blatant lies. Yeah, your feelings don't just, I mean, unless she's just that badass of a girl who just, like, doesn't care. But I think it was, yeah. Clearly, you still have feelings. I felt like she redirected all of the feelings she had into play. Like, she just wanted to end up with someone, which, fine. And that's what the show is here for, I guess. But, like, you can't be that distraught and that upset. And then, like, a week for us, which is probably even less for her. Like, you're suddenly effing in love with someone else. Like, (laughs) we see through that, Katie. Yeah, I just also always think back. I'm like, is it just the Kool-Aid that you're drinking for being in the Bachelor or Bachelorette bubble? And, like, you honestly have no idea what your feelings are probably until you get out of it three months later. Yeah, that could be very true. <laughs> in three months, she'll just be back with Blake listening to that song on repeat. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. So, oh, and then at the end when they both said, uh, I wish the best for you. Yeah. I was like... Also lies. Katie would like to punch you. Literally. Like, she came guns a-blazing. Like, she does not wish the best for you. <laughs> uh, anything else from the Greg-Katie saga? I don't think I really have anything else. Like, I, I see both sides. I kind of think Greg is a skis ball. I think he was using this as an excuse to get out and, like, kind of felt in over his head. And... You know, Katie came in and she kind of lived up to her identity to this point of like being like, I'm going to say what's on my mind and I'm going to express myself. And yeah, I think that's what she did. (laughs) Yeah, I when she called him out for saying that he had no regrets, but then he also tried to go back and say, well, I would change how I said this. So you do have some regrets. So what are we supposed to believe at all, Greg? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but enough with Greg. Then, of course, we get to Blake comes out with his woman. And Twitter was all ablaze also with, if I were Blake, I would leave Katie after watching her yell at Greg. But he was like, I'm going to stand by my woman. She's yeah. everything I thought she was going to be. I think that's good. And, like, I mean, I don't know. 
I think it would be hard if you're in a relationship and you see your partner like talking so passionately about an ex, like it would be kind of hard to stand by that. But I feel like if anyone could do it, it's definitely Blake. Yeah, I feel like he knows enough. I mean, from jumping show to show. Right. That he has to be able to stand by feeling shifting and like yeah. lingering feelings and who knows what else. Yeah. And then they just fawn over her ring, which I feel right. like I was not impressed with. No. But I felt like they all were just so basic. I I mean, yeah, I'm like, I have strong engagement ring opinions. So Right. <laughs> but also of all people, I feel like Katie would be like happy with literally anything. Like she fashion and style and all that stuff is as we know, really not her thing. So I was going to mention that. That pink shirt with like the shoulder pads. The shoulder pads wasn't working for her. Which I love a shoulder pad. I'm really right. into it right now. But I was like, can we not like tuck this shirt in or style it at all? It just all? looked weird. Yeah. Again, it goes back to like she had good pieces throughout. But then like the perfectly like so thinly flat ironed hair just did not look good. The side part continued to get deeper throughout the episode. Like I was just like, what is going on, Katie? And then they just let her blow in the wind waiting yeah. for Blake. Like no one gave a fuck about her hair then. It no. was in her face. Her makeup was not blended in at all. It's just like, oh no. But that's Katie. She, I mean, I think she is a naturally pretty girl, which definitely helps her case because some of the styling was just not in her favor <laughs> the choice some choices were made choices were made whether they were by her or a third party we're not sure uh did you also see the quick little promo for uh michelle's season that was on the commercial there no it was literally just like they didn't show her face but it was like her walking and like her back and like touching roses and stuff okay but already i was like they have put 10 times more effort into this Michelle promo yeah. than they ever did with any of Katie or her looks. I feel like Michelle's season will somehow just be so much better. <laughs> Especially cause they can travel. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And, and like, I don't know. I just feel like going back to like Claire and Tasha, And then we saw Matt season like right after and like his was so much more of premium quality than theirs was. And like, I kind of feel like Kate, Katie's was the same thing. It's like, we did the best we could, but it's going to be so much better with Michelle. We'll try harder next time. Yeah. They're going to have to, because I, from what I've seen out there in the universe, people are definitely burnt out by, and I have to say I'm one of them. Like all of my friends in the group chat were so excited for Bachelor in Paradise. And I'm like, y'all got to bring it because I'm tired. I, yes, I'm excited for Bachelor in Paradise. I also did not realize that Demi, who we were just talking about, is actually on the season. Right. I didn't realize that either. And then they brought Becca back in. Oh, really? I didn't. Yes. I was. I kind like, of like skipped over the promo because I was just like. I we're like, we're done with this finally. No. <laughs> yeah. Like Becca. see it back. when I see it. And then Wait, Kendall. which Becca? Becca, um, what was her name? Kaufman. The one who okay. was with Garrett forever. The one who hosts yes. like, The Bachelor. Yeah. Okay. She's in She's, there. I didn't realize that she was like single again. Yeah. I'm not really sure what is happening. But it's crazy. She's It'll on be there. Interesting. 
and Kendall and Joe, even though they broke yeah. up, but now they're back together, not back together, but on the show together. Yeah. I'm very excited for how messy it's going to be. Yeah. It's definitely going to be messy. It's going to, I think really just show like the night and day between like what we need as like a society in our show, because yeah. this just was <laughs> not enough for us. I think it's probably what we've maybe said, or at least what I've thought before is they just need to get the pressure off of the engagement part of it. Yeah. Because that's not, I mean, nine times out of 10, what they don't make it anyway. And then they just end up dating for a couple of years and then breaking up anyway. Right. Like, like just, yeah, it just needs to be like ending up together and seeing where it goes. Because obviously we know, like, especially these past few seasons where they're in this like bubble of not even traveling, like, and then they go out into the real world. I feel like it's going to be even more of like a reality check. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I'm just ready for them to do things and yeah. travel and get out of these bubbles. Get off stuff. of these <laughs> reservations or whatever that they're on. Oh, <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, so, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Do you have a rose to give out this episode? I don't know I if mean, I do. what do I have to choose from Justin or Blake? Because between those two, it's a no for me for both. I was going to say, I give my rose to uh, Justin's face montage. And yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has expressions. And I just loved how much he was continuing to give us the expressions as he was watching like his face throughout the episode. So yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing Justin on a Bachelor in Paradise. I don't think I want him as my bachelor. Mm-hmm. I don't really know who I would want. Maybe we can get a guy for Michelle's season. Because yeah, I guess I don't know if question. I could watch any of these guys fully unless they just bring some premium quality girls who kind of bring a different perspective. I feel like as much as I thought I wanted Michael A to have a shot at this. I think he's too wholesome and pure and mm-hmm. it would be boring. Yeah. The girls would again have to bring it. Yeah. And I just, I don't know that there's a girl of this kind of caliber and what the bachelor franchise attracts that really is going to be like a true quality match for him. Like he just needs a local Ohio right. girl. <laughs> Someone nice and wholesome. Exactly. And <laughs> usually the bachelor contestants just aren't that. Right. Someone who believes in not getting divorced as much as Aunt Lindsay does. <laughs> right. Yes. We need Aunt Lindsay's uh, stance with a little bit of a sweeter, like calmer energy. Yes. Uh, we'll just manifest that for Michael. Yes. Please don't go on The Bachelor again, Michael. Just find a nice girl. I think I think he knows. He's like, <laughs> I gave it my all, but this isn't for me. I'm going to just chill back in Columbus, Ohio. Right. Well, anything else? Overall thoughts on the season besides, I mean, that we hated it kind of and it was too much. (laughs) It was a tough season, but, you know, I think we got some gems out of it. I think we'll see some changes in the future seasons that maybe needed to come along for a while. Um, Excited to see Caitlin and Tasha again and see how they do. But, yeah, I think that's my overall thoughts. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. I mean, Caitlin and Tasha, I feel like Caitlin more than Tasha 
was good for me. She was definitely carrying everything. But I know they don't want to lose that diversity. Right. So they're obviously going to keep it through Michelle's yeah. season. And hopefully Tasha, maybe like after getting one season under her belt, can get a little more out of her shell and like really shine. Or maybe they'll kind of work out some of those kinks. Right. Yes. I feel like I'm hopeful that they will just continue to get better. Yes. As they go along. Definitely. We wish them nothing but the best. Similar to Katie and Greg. To each yes. other. To each other. And I would like to never see, as much as I did note, I was like, oh, I forgot that Blake is actually hot when I saw them yes. in the hot tub. I would like to never see either of these two again. Yeah. Just, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need them, like, doing guest appearances or anything like that. Oh, you know what's going to happen? I mean, if Chris Harrison was probably involved still, they would do this. Obviously, they're going to come out with a sex-positive sex toy line. Oh, like, yes. Absolutely. Someone, they're probably working on that right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Blake is never going back to his wildlife preserve jobs. He's just going to be <laughs> working for like sex toy companies <laughs> as a consultant. Yes. <laughs> That's his they future. Spe- they specialize in maple syrup lube and yeah. all as well. And Katie will never be a marketing manager of a bank <laughs> ever again. I don't know how she was before this, but she's right. definitely not getting back us back for that oh yeah okay well i think that's the season yes and now it was a good one a lot that happened i don't know i'm excited for michelle i'm excited for bachelor in paradise but uh, clear clear our hands of it i'm out on that we're good we're good (laughs) uh all right well mac do you want to plug any of your things your podcast all that of course you guys can follow me on um, Twitter at Mac Boone, Instagram at Mac Boone Pro. Of course, I have my podcast, Barely Making It, which we did get an episode like once in July. Hopefully, we can aim for like twice in August. But <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's me. And I'm just so glad I got to kind of share my takes this season. Um, and thank you so much, Laura, for having me. Oh, yes, it's been lovely. Um, I was going to say, we've just been busy. My podcast, as usual, in line with yours, has been suffering on the consistency because <laughs> a girl's got to live in the summer. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but follow along Binging Batch. I think it's just Binging Batch on Instagram. I say that every time. And I don't know why I don't know the name of our own You'll Instagram find handle. Yeah, Binging Batch Pod, Binging Batch. We're out there. Tell a friend, rate, review, subscribe all the things you want to do for the other podcasts you listen to. Um, You can follow my podcast, whatever Laura wants episodes should be out on Tuesday, but you guessed it. Not this week because I'm busy. Uh, (laughs) And you can follow me personally. If you'd like minors, LA, all that good stuff. And yeah, Mac, thanks again for joining me this season. Thank I had a you. great time. I'm sure we'll continue yes. to talk about Bachelor things. Absolutely. And all the Bachelor in Paradise, whatever. So yes. yeah, with that, I think that's going to do it. We will see you guys later. Bye. Bye.